Hell yeah, bro. Done. There you go. It's crazy. Insane. I love the well, smell. It's crazy how you guys are just able to just casually walk around. Like, with all kind of shit. I mean, not in all parts, but in a lot of them. Yeah? Yeah, it's like the Wild West. It, I felt so uncomfortable holding one in my hand. Really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was in Ohio. I was using... Uh, I went to... Uh, so um, my friend and I went to one of my one of my online well I guess one of his online friends place for the Destiny two um, launch right oh yeah um, and like during that time he like that friend took us to like the firing range and like you know took us like uh, disc golf and all these other neat little things nice right? yeah and uh, yeah both my friend and I felt very uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah i guess it's like with you know a what, gun in our hand <laughs> what you're brought up with what you know what you don't know like i've I, not that i grew up in a house with guns because my dad was always afraid that we were going to try and kill him um but um i was i don't know you know i don't know if i really knew anybody with guns growing up but in my adult life i've been around plenty so yeah, I was very surprised to see how many like how many guns were in some of those houses and all that kind of stuff. Like, yeah, because like that friend took me to like to, took us to like like their family's place and like mm -hmm. their family's place had like had like shotguns and like oh, yeah. machine guns and like yeah. I was just like we both me and my friend were just like, huh, <laughs> <laughs> huh, we were flabbergasted. Well, when somebody tries to invade your home, you know. Or they made the wrong home. I don't think I would exactly know what to do. But <laughs> I would know that if I was to fire my first shot, I would definitely hit the bullseye. There you go. So Unless that was beginner's luck, in which case, oh boy. No, it's really, it's routine, you know. it's. Oh, it's routine. Yeah. It's like riding a bike. Okay. Riding a bike? Yeah, what handed are you? Muscle memory? Are you left or right handed? Uh, I do not want to reveal that information. Okay, that's fine. Do you know which? <laughs> do you know what eye dominant you are? What eye dominant? Yeah, like which of your eyeballs is the dominant eyeball? How would I know that? Okay, so fun, fun little thing here. Uh, what handed you are, whether you're left or right handed, does not always correlate with what eye dominant you are. I am left eye dominant, but I'm right handed, so I actually shoot much better when I fire left handed than I do when I fire right-handed. And here's how you can figure it out. Pick something in the distance right now, like right now in my kitchen, there's an aquarium and there's a red light. Take your fingers and draw, or not draw, but take your fingers and, and make like the okay symbol and then put the circle um, or put the, put the thing that you're looking at in the distance inside the circle in your hand, okay? It should be a little bit tough to do, but you should be able to kind of figure it out. Then when you do that, Close one of your eyes, and if you can still see the circle, then that's what eye dominant you are. And if you can't, or not the circle, but if you can see the object through the circle, that's what eye dominant you are. Uh, and obviously, if you can't see the circle, then you're the other eye dominant. The okay, what? Huh? Okay, so make like a circle, right? You want to make like a like a hole or like a circle with your hand, with your fingers, okay? because you said draw a circle at first and i was like yeah i'm, like, I'm sorry I'm my to, brain like, what no don't draw <laughs> don't draw a circle take your don't draw take a your, circle in the air 
Don't draw a circle in the air. Take your hand, make yeah, a circle with it. You're making me look like okay. a fool on the podcast. Find something in the distance, kind of far away. You don't want something close. You want something further away. Okay? Then, take that circle you're making with your hand, hold your arm out in front of you, as far as you can, and then put that object inside the circle that you're making with your hand. Okay, got it? Yes, I'm following along. All right, so close your close your right eye. Can you still see the object? <laughs> Tricky guy, aren't you? Uh Oh, okay, you don't have to Okay, so if you close your no, right I'm eye, I'm left eye dominant based on oh. what you're telling me. Okay. So yeah, see I'm left eye dominant too, which means if you fire your guns left-handed, you will actually do a better job um firing. Cool. Yeah, is that neat? That is neat. I feel like that is like why is that like common knowledge over there? I don't know if it's common knowledge. Again, I had military training and uh, I paintballed for a large part but of my life. But the object so. is far away. How am I supposed to put it in my hand circle? <laughs> God damn it, rabble. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's a way to test what eye dominant you are. And then you know what eye dominant you are. And do with that information as you would like. Okay. Yeah. Great. There you, there you go. Great. <laughs> I now know this information. Yeah. Now you can. What am uh, I going to do with it, though? Well, if you ever bought a gun, then you know which hand you should train with and practice with in order to uh, fire more uh, or hit the targets more consistently. Neato burrito. Neato burrito. Can't wait till the next time I go to the firing range and like bring this up. There you somehow. Go. Yeah, you can make a lot of friends with that information, but most people don't uh, know it. Yeah, I'll be a fantastic marksman. They'll be like, "Whoa, man! I didn't know that." You can do it at parties too. I bet you could get a bunch of people start putting circles out in the air. <laughs> yeah, it's a neat little. Uh, what's it? What, what's the what's a conversation starty, starter in a party? Uh, a party. A party trick. Is it a party trick? There you go. I don't know. That's what I would call it. No, there's a there's a specific term. I can't seem to remember it off the top of my head right now. Oh really? Yeah. Okay. Well, there you go. A party well, party favor? Go. No. Nah. Definitely not party favor. Give something for everybody to go home with. I'll give you a hint. It starts with party. Oh, you know what it That's is? That's it. Oh, okay, I have no idea. That's as much as I know. Okay. Party something. Party hard. Party in Party USA. something. Yeah, specific term. Party something. There you go. Nailed it's it. Party, it's a party something. Uh, how you doing? I'm doing all right. How are you? Great. Fantastic. I'm drinking coconut water tonight. Coconut water. Yeah. I had a conversation with an old coworker a long time ago when I was a painter, and he didn't believe in coconut water. You believe that? You're going to have to him, elaborate a little bit more. I told him I loved coconut water. He goes, you mean coconut milk? Like, he thought I was an idiot. <laughs> you mean coconut milk? I'm like, no, bro. I'm talking about coconut water. And he goes, it's coconut milk. There's no such thing as coconut water. I was like, no. If you take a young, <laughs> if you take a young coconut 
split it open, it will have coconut water. Coconut milk is when you take coconut water, and if it's from an older coconut, it will have kind of soaked up some of those nutrients on the inside of a coconut. But usually what they do is they take the coconut water, and then you have the, uh, the, the meat of the coconut, you can kind of grind them together, and that's how you get your coconut milk. So, yeah, he thought I was an idiot. Rabble says you can't you can't milk a coconut. Uh, watch me. I'll I'll milk a coconut, Rabble. Okay, I'll do it. Speaking of milking things, um, Halo has been milking their content releases. Mm, how about that? Am I gonna get props for that segue or no? It's a segue. It's a what? It was a great segue. <laughs> I just needed to. Re it was so good. I needed to refresh the page for a second because you, you muted yourself or something. I don't know. Gotcha. Okay, so you couldn't hear me. Um, yeah, I was going strictly based off of like the Twitch stream audio. Mm. Um, and that's how I was kind of reacting to you for the past like minute and a half. Oh. Okay. Cool. Well, there might Roll be a little delay in my reaction, I suppose. Yeah, no worries. We're good now, though? Yeah, we're good now. Gravy. Okay. If you want me to, I can call you on the on the telly. On the television? Oh, I said that wrong. On the... Whatever. Telephone. <laughs> You're right. That's No, it's got, it's got to be rotary phone only. Rotary only. Yeah, rotary only. <laughs> I wonder how many people got arthritis using those things. I have no idea. I'm still curious to know how many people actually know what that is. A rotary phone? Yeah. Probably not many. I shouldn't say not many, but probably at a certain generation. Yeah, I mean, yeah. So, like, the folks at the, like, for example, for the, the folks at the theater right now, I've been asking them things like, oh, do you know what an encyclopedia is? And they met, and they go, you mean Wikipedia? Yes. They, that's exactly what they do. They go, you mean Wikipedia? I go, no, an encyclopedia. <laughs> that's kind of funny. Do you think that's a good thing, a bad thing, or it doesn't really matter? I don't know. I mean, I suppose in like, I'm sure, I, I don't know. It doesn't really matter, I suppose. <laughs> like, here's the thing. Like, I don't know anything about like all the other equipment from the past that has been used. That's true. Right? So right. it's just aging me. Right, exactly. Like I, I like if I said, "Can you Xerox something?" Do you know what I mean? Fax it. Oh, I thought Xerox was to make a photocopy. Isn't it faxing? It might be faxing. Maybe I, maybe I don't know what Xeroxing something means. Oh. Shit. I know. I know. I know. Xerox is like a printing company, so I figured, like, okay, well, maybe they're faxing too. Oh, Xerox is copying? Okay. Well, there we there go. go. Now, now I dated myself. <laughs> What's another term like that? Xeroxing, Googling, obviously, but everybody knows what that is since everybody uses Google. Um, yeah, I don't know. Um, I find it funny how when I was in school, it was like, you know, like Googling things were very difficult to do, especially for assignments and all that stuff. Now you get to a point where it's just like, you just Google everything. Yeah. You know? Yeah. 
yeah i remember like um i i'm so glad i'm not in school anymore if i'm being honest like when it came to like researching and, and like for research papers and stuff like that god i hated that kind of stuff so much it was think... difficult even when we had even when wikipedia was just starting off we weren't allowed to use it but like we right. were allowed to cite sources online but even that was difficult to do right like we had a long strenuous task of like okay in order to cite these sources you have to have this information this information this information from the website oh, such a pain in, in order the for ass. you to be able to right i don't think that's a thing anymore for Oh, the, the children in school because i asked them like how do you cite your sources and, the, and some of them are just like what uh, what <laughs> what am i a journalist what, do you mean, what? like so like <laughs> yeah like when you guys write your reports and stuff like you know like when you do research assignments and all that stuff like how do like how does the teacher apparently they just do it through like oh what is it called there's like that there's this plagiarism website or something oh really like they all submit it through this yeah and like it just like it'll find it'll search or find things that are like like blatantly plagiarized or something interesting i forgot what it was called i can't remember it for some reason that's all right i get what you're i get what you're saying are though. you picking up what i'm putting down i have it in my hand oh great is it because i faxed it over to you you xerox it I mean, Xerox, we just established Xerox is photocopying. You Xerox it and then you snail mailed it. I snail mailed it. I just decided to give it to Turbo instead. <laughs> People don't really say that anymore either. This is snail mail. Nobody mails anything except for lawyers. Yeah, you mentioned that while you were working at the uh, post office. It's like all the mail is like from lawyers and businesses. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Well um halo we are getting closer and closer to the winter update are you excited for the winter update mystery sure yeah that's kind of how i feel this is kind of a in between seasons two and three um there's going to be some content coming which is exciting now earlier today hot fresh off the presses do you think people know what a press is uh they probably think uh you you know you press a button no they oh. say push a button now uh yeah yep you press your clothes no they say iron your clothes now yeah uh no i bet not like a printing press do you think people know what that is or the younger generation uh that's a good question should i ask them if they know what a newspaper is or ask them if they know what a printing press is fine because a newspaper they might know. I mean, it's not like they're completely gone. <laughs> so do you know what the New York Times newspaper is? Oh, you mean the website? It's like, oh. <laughs> I don't think it's a website anymore. I think it's just an app. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, you mean the app? Oh, yeah, yeah. That, yeah, that, that thing, yeah. You mean the New York Times app? Yeah. It's so weird. They don't even give you the time. What a bunch of losers. <laughs> it's a or it's just a, probably a widget or something right don't they have like the news widgets or something stuff like that probably i'm so glad i'm uh, not a newspaper company that seems like an impossible thing nowadays yeah i, I suppose so oh my god you want to start a newspaper for halo is. what's that do you want to start a newspaper for halo a halo newspaper yeah the how would we how would we how would we do that i don't know i'm sure there's a company that'll print print some stuff on newspaper for you mail it mail it out yeah when i was delivering mail 
there were a bunch of like online uh, newspapers that would get delivered. Like there was one that uh, came up every couple weeks, um, the uh, Epic Times, I think. And they're not like, it wasn't like a newspaper newspaper. It was paper, but it wasn't like newspaper newspaper. I don't know. But it was clear like, oh, okay. Like there's gotta be some company out there who's like, hey, do you want us to print your newspaper and mail it out to people? Sign up here. So I'm I'm wondering if we could get our own newspaper going. Have it mailed out to Halo fans. That would be kind of cool, wouldn't it? Wouldn't it be neat to wake up, go outside of your house, and then there on your steps is a, a Halo newspaper? Like, come on, that's cool. What about the Halo? What about the magazines? Wasn't that basically a newspaper for for video games like Nintendo Power and like the yeah, Microsoft? Yeah, screw Xbox's that, dude. One? I want a newspaper. Xbox had one, didn't they? Um, I think it was called what was it? If I know it, it's only because Ryan McCafferty has said it so many times. XCOM, maybe? Oh, no, I that's bet. a game. Double says I'd throw it away or I'd give it to my dog to shred. <laughs> um. I don't remember what it was called, but there was an X something or other for Xbox news. But I want Halo, dude. I want a Halo newspaper. I guess I guess that would be kind of cool. The Elite Times. <laughs> the Elite Journal. Come on, something. All right, so we got this winter update overview that Sorry. Uh, came up yep. on YouTube. So there's a winter update. And you know what, guys? Since I can traffic audio into your ears, we are going to go through this video together. It's about 12 minutes long. We are going to start it and stop it, and we're going to talk about the information as we get it in real time. Sound good? Sure. Let's, go, let's, let's, let's give this a shot. Make sure it let's works. Let's do it. Okay. I'm going to start off here. I'm going to have the volume bar in the middle, which is going to be kind of loud for me, and I think it should be okay for you guys. So let's go ahead and start it. Um, Mystery, I know that you are going along with us, so I'm starting it at zero right now, and then I'll just say pause, and then we'll pause it and talk. Uh, if you want to pause it, just tell me pause, and then I'll pause it. Okay? Sounds great. Let's do it. Great, let's do it. Here, here we go. The winter update is our holiday that looks like celebration of Pause it real quick. Halo. Did you see that? Uh, yeah. What okay. I see, yeah, I, I'm looking at it right now. So I'm paused, at well. I'm paused at 20 seconds. I'm going to back it up just a little bit and mute it because I want to take a look at this real quick. There's a bunch of things that popped up all at once. They start showing off campaign co-op, um, some kind of multiplayer map. They start showing off some stuff with Forge, um, another multiplayer map, Forge canvases. So there's like a lot here that they start showing off real fast. And then at 16 seconds, it looks like some kind of griff ball. There's some kind of giant blue light thing in the middle. People running at each other with repulsors and swords. There's no ha No, there is a hammer in this game. Where's the hammer? What is this game? Maybe it's not grip ball then. Maybe it's not grip because grip ball is very kinda... specific to hammers and swords. Yeah. Okay. So maybe some other kind of game that's coming. That I, I mm, could look. Be. I, I'm down for that. I'm okay with that. 
What if it's like some kind of like ricochet? Oh my god, I would love that. Please, yes. All right, we got Daddy Joseph Staten because, talking like, here. Sorry, I was gonna oh, say go like in the background, it looks like you have like some kind of big ass nets, you know, like a soccer net. Yeah, dude, that that sounds like a lot of fun. To me, that would be cool. Repulsing like a giant ball or something like that around. Like th that seems like that could be a lot of fun. Yeah. It's sort of the grip All ball right. spirit, right? Yeah, it could be. It could be. Um, having repulsors could make it also inter interesting. Whatever yeah. it is. Whatever that game is. Whatever that game is. All right. Well, let's keep it going. Um, let's Am see I what daddy. Not 20 seconds. Yeah, I'm at 20 seconds right now. Uh, let's hear what Joseph Staten has to say here. Playing in three, two, one, play. We're delivering our campaign network co-op, our Forge open beta. We're shipping a whole bunch of cool things inside of our free-to-play multiplayer product. It's all free, coming out on November 8th. Of For free! November 8th. All right. All right, now they're getting So for the winter update, here. we're releasing two new maps, a new mode, a 30 tier battle pass, two events, and match XP. And all of that is free. We have two official Forge created maps um, coming in the winter update. There are two multiplayer arena maps. One's called Argyle and one's called Detachment. Detachment has the first teleporter that's in an official Halo Infinite. Pause it. All right. The two maps, Argyle and Detachment. What are your first impressions of that? Um... I don't know, they look fine to me. I mean, Argyle kind of reminds me a little bit of uh, that new map that just came out recently, I suppose, with the big uh, platform in the middle. It does kind of look like that. I like that. the idea of there being, for detachment, I like the the idea of there being like this one this, the, like segment of the map that has two man cannons that are going out from one side to the other. Yeah, so from what I understand, there's a teleporter on the map, and the teleporter takes you to that little island, and then you can kind of shoot off with the man cannon, man cannons, to either side of the map. Um, I don't know if this is a big team battle map or not. I kind of want to say it is, but I'm actually not 100% sure. Um, Argyle is definitely a 4v4 map. I'm not sure about Detachment. I can't tell. I don't, there's like no players. It looks kind of big team battle-ish, I suppose. It, it does look kind of big, right? I certainly hope that it is a big team battle map because we do need more. I think when I was looking at like the releases for what they were doing, they were going to do one 4v4, one 4v4 map and one big team battle map released for like every season moving forward. So every three months we get two new maps, one for 4v4 and one for big team battle. I think I saw that uh, on some kind of leak somewhere before. Okay. That would be good, I think. All right. Hitting play in three, two, one, play. Oh, my volume off. Something where really a teleporter plays to like a flank or like kind of an assault on a position in a surprise way is super cool. And like, I think the way it really worked into that map played out really well and adds a lot of counterplay to like people hanging out on the island and camping that space. Argyle is cool here. because it has this big, big kind of open central yard and it has some really interesting flank routes around the sides. And so you can go like really just frontal assault and try to push your way in or kind of be a little sneakier around the sides. Having this big kind of central courtyard has created a lot of really cool gameplay that feels different than a lot of things we have in Infinite so far. The new mode in the winter update, Covert One Flag, Here is our first asymmetrical mode. One team uh, is the attacker and one team is the defender. The attackers have unlimited active camo at their disposal and then the defenders have the threat sensors. And so they're kind of 
you know, spotting, and it plays like a cat and mouse game, which is really fun. Pause it. Okay. What do you think about that game mode? Um, I mean, it looks interesting. Uh, I'm curious to know if, like, uh, they said unlimited active camo. Yeah. Right? Um, so, like... Does that mean like you have to like when you spawn in you're immediately doing it like you're immediately throwing it into your chest or like are you allowed to throw it into your chest whenever you want and then after that point it's, it's infinite? It's a good question. If you spawn with it and you don't use it right away, I mean I don't really know if there's any kind of upside to that, but I guess because yeah, like I mean, if you spawn in, yeah, and you have to immediately put it in your chest like it's automatically happening, right? And mm -hmm. you start getting spawn trapped every time oh, you spawn in. You can't possibly fight back. Yeah, so maybe it's automatic then to adjust for that. Because you're right. There's that couple of seconds, half a second or entire second that you take to actually like activate it and put it on your body. So you'd be at a disadvantage after spawning. I I imagine that either they will have a boot up automatically, or hopefully they have the spawning down to where you're not getting spawn killed. Um, that's what I would think, but I'm not sure. I'm interested in this game mode a lot. I'm I'm worried that it's going to kind of go the way of attrition and be something that people play for like a weekend for an event and then they kind of just don't touch it anymore because it's like, who cares? Um, but I would be... I'm concerned that would be the case. Right? They both, I, I feel like they'll push it out as an event. I would be very happy for this game mode to kind of exist in quick play somewhere so it comes up every so often like i'd be happy with that like i don't think i would want to play this over and over and over and over and over i could be wrong um but it definitely seems like a good variety to the other things that are out there and definitely looks more casual just kind of looking at it like one team with what was it the uh commando and uh camo and then the other team with swords and threat sensors or, or whatever it is. Maybe they have camo and swords, I forget. But it definitely seems very custom game-y. So I hope we get that in Forge 2. I, I imagine we will. If they made this game type, you know, I don't know if we've ever had it before in a custom game where you have two different teams spawning with different weapons. Has that ever been a thing before? Other than through Fiesta, I suppose, but... Yeah, so that'll add some nice sort of diversity. Okay, one team starting with these weapons, the other team starting with these weapons. That'll make for a lot of really cool custom games. I'm sure the community will kind of go nuts with that. So I would definitely be interested to see what other kind of things the community comes up with. Um, but this seems like a this seems like a good introduction to that kind of idea to get people's brains kind of moving. Yeah, I certainly hope so. I'm just, I don't know, it kind of concerns me that, like, every time we've seen someone spawn in so far, we've seen them do the animation of putting in the active camo in the chest. Yeah. And, like, if, I wish it would be, like, I think Rabble was saying in the chat here, like, it's it could just be automatic with no animation, like, in Halo 1 and Halo 2. I mean, like, that that is a thing that has been in the past. I don't know why. Again, I can't say anything, though, because, like, I don't know if, it's. I mean, this is just beta, or, like, this is just showing us like what it's gonna be like and it looks like it could be there could be a lot of like chaos that could ensue specifically with like all sorts of these like um over the sensors the threat sensors going out left right yeah. and center and explosions here and there just trying to like kill the other enemy i suppose and find them yeah yeah 
uh, I feel like there'll be lots to keep track of. Yeah, definitely a lot to keep track of. I think I, I can imagine sort of like waiting for the other team to show up. I can I can kind of see how that would be kind of like exciting and a little bit tense, you know, like, oh, where are they? I can't even see them. So like, where are they going to be? Um, that has me kind of excited. I, I can see this game being a lot of fun. I just don't know about its replayability over and over. If they decide to put it in its own playlist or base an event around it. Um, so I hope it just kind of gets mixed in with everything else. And, you know, maybe for a weekend, it wouldn't be so bad to have a playlist for it, but then put it into like the normal rotation and quick play. That's, that's definitely something I would like to see for sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that would make sense. No. All right. Now, um, the other thing before you get going, yes. um, they said something about a teleporter, but I didn't see a teleporter. I just saw a drop down. So that was on the new map. There's a teleporter. <laughs> You're right. They were talking about the teleporter as people were just... <laughs> as they were just dropping down like hey that would have been a good time to show somebody going through the teleporter but that's okay maybe they'll show it off um in the next minute here or so hopefully they do um but yeah they because like uh, yeah yeah you got teleported if i drop <laughs> down from one level to the another yeah i got teleported too i'm teleported to another floor <laughs> yeah um i, I don't understand nitpicky i suppose that's okay. Look, this is uh, it's your job. Let, let let that be your job for this video. You be nitpicking. You want me to nitpick in this video? Uh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. You heard it here, folks. I'm going to nitpick. <laughs> okay, right. here we go. I'm at 201 right. right now. I'm at 201. Oh, oh, oh. You're at 201. <laughs> what? I'm at 200. Oh, okay. Very cool. All right. Playing in three, two, one is that people really want a system that gives them so who would have their assault rifles just no, playing the new magic <laughs> system actually rewards players for playing as you're playing matches you get xp if you win you get a little bit of bonus xp if you perform well you get a little bit of bonus xp and we're trying to tune that system so that it actually gets you moving through the battle pass a lot quicker than we have in the past nice the update has a 30 tier a free battle pass that is full of really fun stuff. That battle pass is full of reach stuff and some player favorites like the CQC and CQB, armor attachments with knives. It's really, really cool. And again, All right. it's free. They look cool. We also have two events. So we're going back to the Halo Reach stuff The one in December <laughs> is called Winter Contingency 2. And then in January, we have the Joint Fire event. I'm excited for folks to jump in to start enjoying the new additions that are coming with the November update. Hell yeah! Alright. Campaign network co-op and mission Campaign co-op has always been a, a big part of the Halo experience. Being able to play with your friends, do all sorts of cool and fun things together that you can't do in single player. And with Halo Infinite, we've made this much more expansive, wide open world. And with the release of network co-op, I'm just looking forward to people jumping in with their friends, exploring the world, having fun with our sandbox, just mixing it up and getting into that crazy, over-the-top Halo action in the campaign. Whether you're playing single player or you're playing co-op with your friends, any progress made is saved. Um, so it's not a case Whoa. now where, you know, you and I are going to get together, we're going to play, and we're going to play your game. What we're going to do is start everybody at the place where the furthest behind player was in their individual save file that they picked. Nobody misses any of the campaign, nobody's breaking the sequence, and you're still getting to experience the full story in order. The objects All right, pause it. Way. What do you think about that? About what? 
Okay, so the idea being, let's say me, you, and who knows, two other people, doesn't matter, are all doing campaign co-op, right? Let's say I'm the furthest behind everybody's session is then going to be based around mine for being furthest behind. But whatever progress we make together is saved. Okay, so let's say, Mystery, you and I start off at the beginning of the night and I am two missions behind you, okay? And then as we're playing through the night, uh, we all get sent to my part of the campaign because I'm the furthest behind. As we play during that night, and let's say we catch up to where you're at, and then we even pass where you're at. We go a mission past. When you go to play your campaign by yourself again, you are now a mission ahead of where you were before. So, like, the mission progress saves for everybody, but it just starts with whoever's furthest behind. Hey, Trax, do you want to play the last level of Halo 3 right now, even though you're on the first level of Halo 3? Well, we wouldn't be able to, yeah. Hmm. Well, I, I don't know. What are you saying? <laughs> it would be very terrible if I really wanted to play the last level of Halo 3 with you, but I'd have to grind through the entire game with you just to reach that point. Okay, I get what you're saying there. I get what you're saying um maybe when they have mission replay thing then you can go into whatever missions you want i would hope and imagine that that would come at some point yeah but i get what you're saying it's like hey can we just do this mission together i don't know look maybe they'll get to it let's find out uh anything else you want to say to that before we keep going um do we just skip over the whole like xp like progression stuff yeah they did say that um uh, i'm not excited by that if i'm being honest oh so you didn't want to talk about it i see it's not that i don't want to talk about it. i just don't care about it like okay you're gonna get xp for playing a match then you'll get a little bit more for winning and a little bit more based on how good you do it seems like okay it doesn't really matter how good i do or not like i'm still gonna get xp which is still what happens right now I like the idea of like not having some kind of default. Oh, you get 300 points per match at first, and then it's going to go down to 200, and then 100, and then 50. So I like the idea that like I'm not going to be default stuck at 50, you know, after I've played a bunch of games. But I guess I'll get through the battle pass faster. I guess that's good. I, I don't know. I, I'm like. I like don't care about match. I was never one of the people who was upset that there wasn't like a match XP. I didn't really care. Um, if only the match XP could be converted into credits and we can buy the armors that we want via credits. That'd be nice, but nope. And it's all for the battle. That way pass. I feel like I'm earning something and not just, you know, getting participation awards. That's definitely what it feels like. Do we have any armor in the game that you have to do something specific in order to unlock it? Not to my knowledge, although I've heard that, I mean, in, before Halo Infinite launched, they were saying that, like, oh, if you if you maxed out your level in Halo, uh, Halo 5 or whatever, you would be able to have some kind of exclusive armor or something, but I don't know what that armor is. Yeah, I remember was... people grinding Halo 5 and, like, getting to the, the last level it to might be have able even... to been an emblem 
Oh, was it an emblem? I don't know, but could you imagine? That's unfortunate. <laughs> yeah, look, match XP is cool. I'm sure a bunch of people are happy, and they should be happy if that's something that you've wanted for a long time. I could care less about well, it. No, I mean, I guess it's fine because like there are some people that just don't really care about the challenges, right? And if they if they want to progress via not having to do challenges, then this is the way it works, right? So yeah that's them. De that's definitely true right like if you don't care about challenges and you want to be able to get more xp per game by doing well okay here you go perfect boom now you can go yeah through. stop making me defend it. i'm supposed to be nitpicking this what sorry can you can you nitpick <laughs> that because I, I i'm i think it's annoying <laughs> annoying i just don't care i don't care i don't care about match xp we already have match xp you get 300 for the first couple games that you play, then 200, then 150. So you're getting match XP. It's just in disguise of a challenge that's not really a challenge because it's a challenge for just playing the game. So it's stupid. I agree. Awards. I agree. It's all part. Match XP is a partic participation award. They're saying you only get a little bit for winning and a little bit. We'll have to see what those numbers are, right? Like if I can yeah. win and I do well and I'm getting like two, 300 experience based on that match, and everybody else is getting 50 just for playing the game or, or whatever the numbers are like okay all right that's fair that's going to make me want to play better for sure and that would be a fine way to do it what i'm worried is that like everybody's going to get 50 at just for playing the game and then you get like uh hey you went positive or or hey every kill you get you get an extra like one experience or something like that you know what i mean like i'm, I'm worried that it's going to be such a non-factor that it's like it's basically irrelevant but that's just yes me. all right let's play three two one go collectibles you know data pads um, even spartan cores so if you've collected a spartan core let's say and i haven't when we go to that spartan core it's still interactive and any nice. one of us can activate it to collect it. Those who haven't collected that particular Spartan Core, they get it. And a fun little feature uh, specifically regarding skulls is at the beginning of the fire team when you're setting it up, the, the set of skulls we'll have to choose from is all the skulls that everybody has brought. And so cool. it's a bit of bragging moment for you. You know, you can say, oh, oh yeah, 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 birthday party, that's mine. <laughs> With moving to a semi-open world Halo game, we wanted to make it so that you have this ability to go explore, find things, go take on a, an outpost or a, or a base or something like that, however you guys want to do it. You know, it's like, hey, you go take that tower, we're going to go take this tower, you know, and you can split up and do your stuff. But there is a limit because it is a co-op game, so it's not the idea that we're being put into a world and you all just go do your own game. The idea is to play together. That's, that's the focus. If you're in one of our interior maps, uh, these are more of the linear, traditional Halo style levels. As you progress through the level, if someone in the fire team is too far behind, then they'll be brought up with the rest of the team. Just when like every Halo game before, there's nothing wrong with that. space system. We went to the largest base that we have in the game and then basically made the space double that. So you have tons of room to go outside of that, come back, lots of room for aerial vehicles. Unlike previous Halos, you don't lose your weapons when you die in this one. You respawn with the same stuff you had when you die. So it's uh. really not a mechanical penalty other well, than the respawn time. And you I don't get that. Why would you hold on to your weapons after dying? I don't know, maybe because 
they want to satisfy folks that no. <laughs> you know that take all the time to you know get this specific weapon in hand and then like oh well i died but now i have to go find that weapon lord knows where i'm going to spawn i could be spawning i don't know like 50 60 like feet i don't know kilometers i don't know just meters really far away and yeah. i have to find this weapon again and then like you know it could just be a way to kind of just negate all that well, that's about as reasonable of an answer as I think anybody's ever going to come up with. So I'm going to take you on that. Sounds like you work for 343 now. It's good to know. It's a good answer there, Mr. Mystery. Uh, uh, th thank you, Mr. Trax. <laughs> All right. Playing in three, three, two, one. As Lord one. knows, I'm not calling you Mr. Daddy. <laughs> Your teammates have to be safe to spawn on. Mr. We're really Daddy. diminishing sort of the, the domineering nature of the fire team leader, you know, because it is no longer the idea that we're playing the fire team leader's game. Everybody's playing their own games. Anybody can skip a narrative sequence. Anybody can pick up objects in the world. Anybody can trigger a mission replay, fast travel to a new location, trigger those kinds hey. of things. Um, a fun one is <laughs> the, the when you open up the tack map and you play, place a marker, anybody can turn that back off. <laughs> Griefing is a very important aspect of uh, co-op. You can kill each other, which can be fun as well. Load everybody up into a, a Razorback and then just drive off a cliff and, and, and giggle the whole time. <laughs> and then of course, we've also got a bunch Pause of it. new achievements. That guy sounds like the worst person to play with. Like, why would anybody think that that is fun or funny? I'm definitely the person who's gonna get triggered by somebody just being like, cool, let's, let's drive off the ledge with all of our stuff. I'm looking at you, Game Warrior. I'm looking at you, buddy. It is definitely a trolley move, but like I'm seeing all that and I'm just I'm also kind of just like, well, like what else are you going to be able to do? <laughs> you know, like it's just because of the fact that we don't have many biomes to work around with. Right. We're just working in this one open world. That's all like the same. Mm -hmm. So like, OK, well, I'm going to jump. We're going to jump off of this side of the map. OK, well. How about we drive off to the other side and see if it's more interesting if we go jump off that side of the map, you know? Like, yeah, it all looks the same. At least if you had, like, I don't know, like a snow biome or something, you can mess around with ice. Or, like, you know, if you have, like, the desert biome, like, sand could be something. Um, and all that kind of stuff. But we don't have any of that, right? Yet. I still Yet. hope we have something. Yet. Yet. All right. Playing in three, two, one, play both for co-op and mission replay that emphasize either playing together with friends or in the case of the replay achievements, going back and revisiting parts of missions that you couldn't have visited uh, before we had the mission replay feature. One of the achievements is basically you gotta take out a certain number of enemies with a gravity hammer hanging outside of a, of a, of a vehicle uh, while you're doing it, which is pretty funny. The team here at 343, we've been working really hard uh, on campaign co-op. We're excited to get it into your hands and uh, see what you guys can come up with, see what kind of fun you get into. We call it chaosome <laughs> because it's just awesome, the amount of chaos and just crazy stuff that you can do. And doing it together, it's just, it's just really, really fun. And the typical Leslie Puff of a really high height. <laughs> Hello Infinite Forge! As part of the free beta. winter update, we're super excited to release the Forge Open Beta, our most powerful Forge tool yet. Whoa. Well, ever since Halo 3, Forge has been the way that we unlock all the creativity of our players. Allows them to jump in, make their own maps and modes, whole new experiences. When Forge launched, 
it was a cool tool for the community to start playing with maps and having influence on maps where spawners were place moving some objects around it wasn't quite a fully robust tool set for building levels yet and that's where it's kind of evolved to and then beyond now it's like its own little game editor with the release of the beta we're inviting everyone to participate in forge and the good news is all the work that you do on your maps and modes and anything else inside of forge that's going to be saved and continue on Basically how Forge works is you go into Forge and you place a bunch of different kind of objects to create a space where players can play in. And then you decorate it with different materials or colors, uh, lights, um, VFX and audio. And they can then save them, they can share them, and then play them with other players. Even if you're not intending to, to play Forge, Forge has a lot to offer you because all those players who are making stuff well, with the Forge game. will be available to you and so you'll be able to create custom games and play that content with your friends. Our Forge system that people are going to experience with the winter update, it is at a whole other level. Like there's nothing that we've done with Forge like this before. And the type of content that people are gonna be able to make for Halo Infinite is insane. In Halo oh, Infinite so Forge, complex. we've increased the object count to around 7,000 objects. In Halo 5, for comparison, it was 1,600 objects. Wow. As a Forger, I think the thing that's gonna surprise us a lot is be able to scale objects. Like for example, like these objects look like these massive pipes are running underneath ground for this facility. It is literally just a small cable or a hose that he's scaled up and changed material on. I personally think Scaly is going to be changing a lot of how these maps are going to be looking visually and it's going to blur the line from a forge map to a dev quality map. I'm excited about a lot of things, but I think I'm most excited about the visual scripting language. You know, this is the deepest players have been able to get inside our, our code, our scripting language. Even if you're not familiar with visual scripting systems, it's really easy to get started, to start to recombine things. It's very you easy, can mystery. Drag nodes into your scripting Holy space shit. and draw out the the events and the functions that you want to do in your map. We've been able to get you a lot closer to the system. Pause, I guess. Uh, I don't know. We've got so okay. So with this, I guess with the scripting system, I guess that's the thing that you were talking about earlier in the episode, where like, oh, have you ever seen like? Game types where uh, a player can spawn in with something else that another player doesn't have, other than Fiesta. Yeah, right? I guess that would. Well, be I guess thing. now it's more possible with these this 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 system because it looks like um it looks like they have like these branching like uh, I don't know what they're gonna call them. No, I'm gonna call them nodes for the. Yeah, I think that's what they called them was nodes. If you're talking, I can't hear you right now. Hopefully you come back in a second. Um, I think... I wonder if this was my computer. Well, still looks like things are going. So Mitchell will be back in here in a second. Um, but yeah, so the, the scripting system, there's a lot that it offers. And a lot that it does. And to me, I, I think this is one of these things that's just like way beyond me, right? Way past my level of comprehension. Um, the idea of like, okay, doing a bunch of if then statements, you know, for programming. Okay, if this person throws a grenade, then, uh, you know, whatever it, I don't know, maybe it doesn't explode. Maybe it repulses people away. Like you can, you can change like everything. So that kind of sort of blows me away, all the different things that you can do. And I, I don't know, it's just, it's something else. It's something on another level. 
I'll just try and kill some time here until mystery gets back. Um, I mean, I like these kind of videos that sort of like, you know, bring us in and, and show us everything that's going on. Um, and I know that we can be a little nitpicky too, but you know what? We love Halo. That's why we nitpick it. I think overall, I'm pretty excited from at least what I've seen so far. The multiplayer stuff. I think it's good. It's going in the right direction. And again, this is not a... You know, this is not like season three. This is just like, like okay, here's some more content. There's a bunch of stuff, especially Forge. I, I think Forge is going to be the, the biggest... In, you know, the, the thing that has the biggest impact on Halo Infinite since this game has come out. I think it's going to be Forge. And um, I'm excited to see what people do. I really am. I'm excited for these game modes and, and stuff like that. I just hope it's easy to find all of them. That's the other thing, too. It's like... Okay, having these maps is really cool. Being able to make them is really cool. Being able to make new game modes is really cool. But, like, is it easy to find them? So, I hope that they get into that in a second here. Um, okay, I'm literally going to pause this until... Um, actually, I don't even know if I know how to pause. So, I guess we'll just keep going here. Um, let me see if I should continue this video or not. All right, Mr. can you hear me? I can hear you now. Oh, why it kept connecting and disconnecting? That is beautiful timing. Do you remember what you were in the middle of saying? No. <laughs> you were saying uh, the nodes. You were calling them nodes. They are definitely nodes. Um, I think that's what they called them too. So you were talking about how uh, you you were beginning to get into the scripting and talking about the nodes. Right. Yeah, so I guess you can get your, 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 the spawning and all that kind of stuff. Like whatever weapons, everyone has their own different weapons and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. That you were hoping to get with, um, with, with Forge now, I suppose. I, I, I'm completely derailed now, so I guess we can just move forward. That's all right. It looks super complicated to me. I hope that they talk about some kind of tutorial that they're going to bring into. All right, let's play oh. the video in uh, three, two, one, play over 100 different nodes that I could only dream of back as a player in Halo 5. I'm very, very excited to be able to offer these to players, like things that I wanted to do before, and you know, finally we get to do them now. You know, whether it was Griffball or Infection, a whole bunch of things that are now core to Halo all came from mode work inside of Forge. And I think with the new visual scripting system, players are gonna have the ability to do even cooler, more interesting things than they've had a chance to do in the past. That's gonna be super exciting. Forge Launch will be supporting six canvases and moving forward, we'll be adding to canvases as we can. The canvas diversity we have is pretty fantastic. In fact, we have a player requested canvas, which is blank, which is just an empty canvas. So no matter what kind of experience you're trying to create, the canvas backdrop, we've got your back. We're super excited to bring NavMesh into, into Forge. NavMesh huh? is basically data that Spartan bots rely on to navigate a map. This is the first time that bot support has appeared in Forge. No, it's in all right. Halo I just don't series. know what the hell they're talking about. It always just blows me away. People's they're, creativity. Essentially, those, arrow, those arrows that, that they were showing is just like new again with arrows that are like visuals for you to see where bots are. We've already seen a lot of amazing content oh. being created by the community and our Forge Council. That map looks it's so cool. It's super encouraging to already all see before we've even released. So there's this map that it looks like this Greek pantheon stuck inside the middle of a mountain that's all this kind of like white marble kind of color 
I don't know why, but visually, and it's like floating in the middle of space. Visually, that looks really cool to me. Um, we'll see what that plays like, but I think that that's that's like a really cool thing. They've shown it a couple times in this video, and I think it looks really cool. I don't know who made oh, it. Oh, did you pause? It looks cool. Yeah, I did pause it. Oh. Sorry, I had said pause it, but maybe maybe I didn't say it loud enough. Uh, I'm at 11 minutes right now on this on the on the dot. 11 on the dot. Oh shit. Okay. My bad. I know the future. I know the future. All right, we'll play it in three, two, one, play. This, what this thing is capable of, and the amount of content that they're gonna be able to create, it's it's kind of unstoppable. The Forge Council is already making a wide variety of experiences. I've seen really amazing arena maps. I've seen crazy scripts. They are really pushing Forge. Once Forge releases, we're really gonna be watching what comes out, because. We want to find the cool, the best of, right? And surface uh -huh. those things to players in any way we can. How? Or we can take those things and kind of put them up on a pedestal. And how? The rest of our game and kind of let the rest of the community play them. But tell That's me how. Cool. really the heart and spirit of what Forge is. Oh my God. What people should expect with Forge is that much like the rest of the game, it's just going to continue to grow and evolve as we add new game modes and new yeah. objects with Forge or just, you know, in our, our suite of modes in general. We'll be bringing those things into Forge and adding some of that scripting functionality so that the players will have access to all that kind of stuff. Forge is going to evolve based on what the community wants, right? We've already started a good dialogue with the, the Forge Council. They've given us some good feedback. Once Forge goes live, I'm, I'm super excited to hear what the community says because that's going to be our, our North Star in terms of what Forge turns into. On behalf of the entire Forge team, we are so excited to see what the community makes with Forge. It's been a long journey and we're excited to finally share this with you. I think this is the start of a new part of the journey of Infinite and where we continue to evolve as a service and how the game will continue to expand alongside of the community as we keep releasing new features and making the game crazier and more fun. The Forge Open Beta is available on November 8th along with Campaign Network Co-op and Mission Replay and some great additions to our multiplayer experience. All part of the winter update. Yay! Okay. Overall, what's uh you feeling? Okay. <laughs> um literally just okay. <laughs> Let's say you came into this video one being not interested whatsoever, 10 being very interested. Let's say we came in at a 5 as like maybe kind of like right in the middle where do you feel like you are right now i don't know uh, i guess a four okay so you're even less interested now after seeing all that i mean sure i i don't know i'm just it's it looks it looks great and all but at this point i'm just waiting for just waiting for it you know okay so like for me it's like yeah I just need to I just need to wait it out and I'm finding other ways to just wait it out at the moment. Once it once it arrives it arrives and I'm sure it may have its own problems when it does arrive and we're going to have to fix those problems once it arrives. Do right? tra yeah, do trailers like this get you excited at all or do they hype you up or are you kind of just like, you know what, like let me see it when it gets here? Uh, they used to get me very excited. If this came out before Halo Infinite's launch, 
I would have been I would have been very very excited. Okay, so you're kind of burnt out on them constantly saying, "Hey, we got something cool coming," and then it's kind of like kind of like, "Oh, come on!" It's a little bit of a let. Right so. now we've gotten we've gotten that. Hey, we've gotten something cool coming several times. Yeah, and you know they do bring something to the table, which is nice. Mm-hmm. Right? Don't get me wrong. But I just like when it finally happens, then maybe tides will change. Mm. But at this point, I kind of just don't want to get like like I don't want to get too excited to be let down. Possibly, potentially, I don't know. Like you know, I guess I I'm trying to keep my expectations at at a at a I guess a minimum kind of thing. I don't blame you. I don't blame you. Look, it wasn't that long ago that they talked about having a world premiere. And it turned out to be a remake of Pit coming at some time. <laughs> it's like, Jesus Christ, guys. Um, so I get it. I definitely get being burnt out on on being hype or excited for Halo Infinite. These kind of trailers are definitely designed for people like me. Like, I watch a trailer like this, and I'm like, dude, I want to play Halo right now. Like, I, I, I get excited. Um, you know, I start, like, looking at, okay, November 8th, here we are, it's October 20th, like, how far away is that? Like, I right. I, I get excited by that kind of thing. But I definitely recognize and understand, you know, anybody who's in your shoes. And, and I think probably most people, especially judging by some of the comments I saw, most people are kind of in that same camp as you, which is sort of like, okay, let's see it when it gets here, you know, because... Yeah, I think I think universally, everybody's pretty excited for what Forge is going to bring to the table. Right. Outside of, of that, it's kind of like it's okay. going to bring a lot. But like, and, and we've known that Forge is coming, so it's not like this introduced right. anything that was kind of like, kind of new. We've talked about but most it, of these things already. Yeah, but it did give you a better idea. You know, like you're actually starting to see scripting, I suppose. True. Um and all that stuff in a smaller form like you got to see that one map you were talking about the 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 gladiator map or whatever the ancient like greek map i can't yeah, that looked it. really cool to me right but also when i saw it that like when i saw the texture on it you said it was marble i kept thinking it was like a like it was in, in the process of being developed and i was thinking oh maybe it's possible that we might just see start seeing like there might be like a feature or something that allows us to see like just silhouettes or something or just see like you know yeah, I I only said marble because I was thinking about like ancient Greece. Whenever they're carving a statue, it's these kind of like giant giant rocks that they kind of like chisel at. So for me, like I'm looking at it right now, and you can see some of where I only said marble because it's like kind of white. Um, like right, that's what... but it's not it's not it's not like we don't see that. Like we see that in other Halo like game developed or company developed uh, maps in the past right when they're when they're showing like pre-visuals and all that kind of stuff i think the, i think the term was called blocking or something like that like i think that's like that's what i'm seeing here it's just like oh. this is like a blocking version of that map and now okay. like you've got light on it so you're just seeing how the light reflects and maybe you're just trying to see like okay well if i put the light here would it look better would it run smoother would it feel like more natural or something whereas so, so you're dealing with one color and how it would how it would affect the environment I see like what you're saying. All at once. So what I think is like a creative design when it comes to color, you're saying like, hold on, this might just be like them like trying to figure out lighting and stuff like that. Like it's not, it's. I'm like, wondering if that is like a option or a feature. Got it. Okay. I see what you're saying now. Yeah. I, I think I do know what you're talking about. 
I, I guess like that didn't even cross my mind as I was watching this. Um, That's if the first you thing are... I thought when I saw it. Okay. Oh, interesting. Yeah. I to me, I thought that this was like a finished ancient greece it's we're gonna wipe the whole thing out and so that's that's kind of like what i thought it was like it looks very um um like a like a divine area almost which is why they have the backdrop in space i imagine or that's what i was imagining um it looks very like i don't know what exactly the right word is but like if i imagined like okay where is it like where where would the gods of ancient greece B, it would be like okay off of earth on this like you know this kind of structure that looks greek i don't know in my head and it's even called eternity so i I might actually be on to something with this guy who designed it i'd be interested in reaching reach out to him but it looks it looks cool to me yeah yeah a lot of the a lot of the forge stuff does look really cool um and i'm not trying to like when i'm when i'm talking i'm not trying to undermine anything that they're that they're doing it's exciting that they are like at least updating us which is something that we have been talking about for a long time now yeah exactly all right it's just that at this point now i'm like okay well yeah we are it's getting close november 8th is kind of if you think about it it's kind of around the corner yeah right? which is definitely very exciting but like it's still a long ways away and so like i just feel like okay well when it comes it comes at this point i'm just going to like you know just mellow expectations for the time being <laughs> yeah fair enough i get that fair enough i don't blame you there all right so i'm feeling a little bit more excited or i'm feel I, i'll say i'm feeling excited I, i'm excited i would say that i am firmly at like a uh like a six and a half to seven and a half I, i'm excited right now for this um but you know these kind of things get me excited anyway so that's where i'm at all right. Yeah, I always like seeing like the back end of all that stuff. So like, if they ended up showing us a little bit of like like what it looked like, I guess you know, trying to figure out how to how to set up the spawning system for the co-op mode and all that kind of stuff, I think that would have been nice to throw in there as well. Mm, okay. But, like, I've always found that more fascinating than setting up like these like the like the jumping off of like a really high ledge together and all that kind of stuff. You know, like. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, something about this. There's somebody at three four three who's like, "Hey, make sure we got them. Make sure we get them jumping off. We got it. We yeah, got to no, see the not, jump off." That, like, so like, even the Halo Three Vidocs are a really good example of that. Like, you see a lot of the campaign. Like, you see the, the the same the same thing that I was mentioning earlier with the Forge. Like, you can see them how see how they're blocking and all that kind of stuff, right? And even Halo Reaches had one uh, a couple of Vidocs that were also showing that as well. And I I, I found that very fascinating to see. Yeah. Yeah, I think originally, like when I got Halo Two, uh, my parents bought the Halo Two Limited Edition, which came with that DVD of like all the behind the scenes stuff on Halo Two. And I remember watching that and just being like, "Oh, I'm so into this!" I thought it was so interesting. I thought it was so cool. Um, and so ever since that, I've just been such a like what you're talking about, like the the Vidocs and the I think for Halo Five they called it the Sprint. You know, all these kind of behind the scenes of them doing deadlines and trying to get stuff done and working on things. Like, I, I eat that kind of stuff up. I think it's so cool. Mm-hmm. All right, exactly. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. Any last comments about what we just watched? Uh, I look forward to seeing uh, what's, what's coming up. Uh, I'm just, uh, just going to have to wait. That's all. 
Fair enough. All right. Do we have any uh, listener questions or anything like that? Listener questions. Let's see. I gotta pull it up. Company. We have one from Rabble Just Rabble. Nice Rabble. Thank you for saving us. Uh, and Rabble asks, if you could write a canon Halo novel, Ooh. what would it be about? What would it be called? And what would the cover art be? So let's start with what would it be about? Okay. Do you have an obvious answer already for yourself? An obvious answer? Yeah. Uh, not off the top of my head. Um, I guess the one thing that I might want to explore, I, I guess a little bit more of the Spartan One project. I, I don't know. I don't know what they have explored in the canon in regards to the Halo novels. Like I know they mentioned like Sergeant Johnson, for example, was right. like a like a volunteer or like a participant of the Spartan one project, which is why he's so like hard to take down and all that kind of stuff. Right. Um, but I don't know how deep they, I, I can't remember how deep they kind of dove into that. Um, but I think it would be kind of cool to like, you know, further explore like humanity at its, or at its, at its peak and what it thinks is its peak of technology. Right. Before coming across the covenant for the first time. And I think it would be really cool to get this angle or this story from maybe like a Marine's point of view, mm. right? Uh, either a Marine's point of view or even just a pedestrian point of view, like a civilian's point of view, right? Because like at that time they were dealing with the, the insurrectionists and all that stuff. And then all of a sudden like, shit, man, we got the Covenant to deal with. What are the Covenant? There are aliens out there? What? You know, like yeah, that's insane. Kind of rediscover that whole thing, yeah, yeah. I feel like that would be something, something cool to uh to go ahead and like you know just further explore. And again, I don't know if it has been because I haven't read every single book yet. All right, what's up? What's the next question on there? So we got uh, what it's about for you. What would it be called? Yeah, Halo. What? Okay, uh, the title would have to have something to do with, I guess, maybe, like, the discovery of the Covenant in some way, shape, or form, or, like, I guess, like, peak human civilization or something. I, I don't know. I mean, you know what it could be called? It could be called, like, let's just say we create, like, a... a a forward base or a forward operating base or something. Ooh. We just call the name of that. Halo FOB. Sure. It could be that or it could just or it could just be like we could just come up with like a a name for it and 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 go from there, you know? Oh, Whatever you mean they... do you mean like Halo like Alpha Base or something like that? Well, you know how we have like UNSC's Infinity. We have the Pillar of Autumn, right? Like something and all like that, that kind of stuff. So not a frigate name, but like a base name. Like I guess, like if they had like a, what was the name of the of the, the, of the Alamo base they trained, or uh, something like that? Sorry, I was just saying the Alamo. Like that's the only base that I know in history that has any kind of like name to it that I can think of. Yeah, yeah, sure, something like that. 
Halo Alamo. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> um, and what would the cover art be? Um, I'm picturing something where like you don't exactly see the full on figure of the Covenant. Like Ooh. maybe not not even a full on figure of an elite or something, but it's kind of very heavily teased. Um while like Marines are kind of like fighting it. I like that. So like maybe in the bottom left corner you can see like them barricaded behind something and then like I don't know, like you can have like a very like shrouded, very like foggy scene where you can just just barely see like the silhouettes of some of the covenant in that in that foggy or in that like smoky kind of terrain Mm. and they're like firing into the distance or something there we go we got a whole novel here we just need that we just need it written out yeah, that's the easy part done. <laughs> now the hard part. An easy part done. Uh, were there any other questions for your novel that he wanted? Uh, I mean, he didn't ask specifically for me, but okay. Um, so I, did I think you have any ideas or? Yeah, there's still something in Halo canon I really don't understand, and it goes way, 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 way back to the ancient humans and forerunners. I never understood the part where the ancient humans were kind of just destroying Forerunner worlds without like getting on the radio and being like, uh, humans here, heads up, there's a flood, uh, this infection, this parasite killing everything, and so we're running from them. Like There was never like communication between the ancient humans and the Forerunners when the ancient humans were battling both the Forerunners and the flood. And I don't understand why. I don't know if they were just on a different frequency. If they tried to communicate, I don't know if the didact was lying when he said that they were just, you know, like I want to know more about that period. Um, I'd also like to understand a little bit more about the Forerunners and the Primordials um, and how the Forerunners drove the Primordials to the edge of the universe. And then basically they kind of, you know, hung out there and sort of rediscovered themselves as the flood and then kind of evolved into that. So there's like a lot there in that ancient history. And and we got the forerunner books and those were really cool. I would like a little bit more than just those forerunner books. I'd like to get a little bit more information on how those things kind of unfolded because I still think that there's a deep mine of media and content that can be made and generated from all this ancient kind of stuff that was going on in Halo. So I'd like to see more attention paid to that. I know that we don't want to keep like looking back and everything like that, but honestly, that one terminal that showed the ancient humans versus the forerunners, I always thought that was so cool. And when I saw that like Native American spaceship captain guy, I was like, dude, I want to know more about that guy. So um, it'll be called Halo shadows in the dark is that already a title um i don't think so okay shadows in the dark okay okay i was gonna i was actually gonna take I, like you, you kind of came up with a cool idea there and i was gonna like take a little twist on it or spin on do it, it or something do it you ever you ever watch the movie 1918 no okay so the story of like one huge like one one like american um 
soldier in 1918 that is mm-hmm. trying to uh, send a message to this huge platoon that's attacking in the middle of like um like no man's land or whatever okay and like they know like, they just found out that it's a trap so it's his it's his journey to um make his way from where he is now to deliver that message before oh, cool. they go ahead and go for that attack right so like let's take that idea and let's let's spin it in a way where it's like okay well you know how you said if only the humans had sent out a message to the foreigners. <gasps> nice. Right? I see where you're going. Like, what think. if there's a story there where, like, you have one human that was trying to get a message out to the foreigners, and then we'll take the idea that you had said maybe the didact ignored it, um, and and just go from there and be like, maybe the didact got it, and he decided, oh! well, let's just tw- let's just twist this into like a whole like. I don't know, like, he just, he wants to hate humans just to, like, oh, just man. Because, like, he just hates, I don't know, whatever reason he wants to hate I humans. I dig it. Dude, I feel right? like you took my idea and then just turned it into something that's actually cool. <laughs> but it's your idea. like the, No, not just, that, dude. I just, but, you like, got the... it, it was based off of a movie that came out, like, Doesn't matter, dude. Like... Doesn't matter. Look, I mean, I, it's not like having a messenger getting to places like an original idea. It's not like it came from 1918 either, you know? So, like, let's all mm-hmm. borrow from everything. I think that that is a really cool idea, a really cool story. And I, I want to read it, damn it. It'll be called Halo Deliverance. Halo Deliverance? Halo Delivery. <laughs> Halo. Halo <letter>. USPS. <laughs> Halo Carrier. There we go. Then you think the flood. Yeah, dude, you think the flood. You think of like a ship. You think of like a, a person carrying a message. And it can be about all of those. Halo Carriers. Boom. Done. Cover art. The cover art is going to be a close up kind of like the brow and eyes and the nose of that uh of that ancient human of the ancient human message runner with like war paint on his face glowing in that blue badass come on there you go i I dig it i'd read it 10 out of 10 all right well there you go so i think that's a good i think that's a better idea i like that you really did, dude. You, you took that idea and you just took off with it. That's beautiful. Thank you. Thank you. You gave it life. You're welcome, Trax. That's all you, man. <laughs> all you. All right. What do we got going on this week, Mystery? Uh, this week, uh, tomorrow is Dungeons and Dragons. Uh, I don't know what time I'll be arriving home. So we'll have to see if I'll be... I, I don't know. Chances are I might be late for that. We'll have to see. Um... Friday's stream at this particular moment is going to be canceled. Um, and then Monday, I should be continuing Borderlands 2. There we go. On twitch.tv slash R-E-A-L-M-A-S-T-R-Y. Woohoo! Uh, I will not be doing anything except working for this next week, so can't find me nowhere, dog. Um, but you can follow Red Spartan Halo Podcast on Twitch and over here on, or, you know, in any uh, podcast delivery platform that you enjoy itunes spotify google play the whole gambit we do the whole gambit so go find us over there leave us a rating and review if you want if you can i know spotify doesn't let you um and i think that that's pretty much it so 
without further adieu enjoy the rest of your week as we get closer to the winter update coming november 8th boom awesome all right guys enjoy the rest of your night um if you were here in the live stream rabble thank you for hanging out with us tonight um we will see all of you next wednesday um, for anybody listening to the audio version, you're going to hear this on Thursday, so you will get another episode next Thursday. All right, bye, guys. There you go. So, got the winter contingency. Why don't we call it the win two contingency? Ooh, the win two! <laughs> the win two contingency, not winter contingency two. Win two contingency. Win two! <laughs> I dig it. I like that. Win for, two. For winter con. No, oh, that's not contingency. <laughs> <laughs> so wait until next year when you find out there's the winter contingency three is like winter.